Live and direct from Disruption Network Studios, it is EC Radio time. How are you, people? Hope you're enjoying your hump day. The Wacky Wednesday continues, and it's definitely going to get a little wacky here in just a little bit. (laughs) Before we get a little wacky, give love to my sponsors. Thank you to Eddie over at EJA Moving Services, the professional movers. When you're ready to move and relocate, hit up Eddie and his fine staff at EJAMoving.com or 315-335-0516. There is not a task they can't handle. They'll pretty much move whatever you got to throw at them. So, and also they give you free boxes too. So if you're moving, if you're looking to get out of state, out of country, out of town, they'll give you free boxes. They'll pack up your boxes. They'll move your boxes and then they'll unpack your boxes. That's how cool they are. It's, it's pretty cool. All you got to do is pretty much point to them. Like put that there, put that there, put that there. And, and their job is done. Awesome. Awesome people over at EJA moving. Hit them up today. 315-335-0516. Call my attorney, Dave Longaretta. If you need legal advice, give him a call at 315-735-6162. Shout out to Utica Coffee. Always. I love my folks over at Utica Coffee. Today we're drinking the Sumatra. Heather, you, you digging the this Sumatra? Is, yes. I was, I was wondering if I could say that. Yeah. Um, I've, I haven't had this flavor yet. This is all we drink at our house i haven't had this flavor yet it's really good this is the first time i'm having it too yeah yeah it's got like a, a fruity thing on the palate going on. i don't know if that's supposed wait, to wait, wait 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 let's see but i just brushed my teeth so i gotta give it a minute hmm i got a coffee thing on the, on the back end fruity huh you're, you're tasting fruity yeah. Yeah, something sweet i don't know uh, yeah definitely oh so good though it, it, we have to be like wine like you gotta take it in you gotta take it in and then is that how like, you do it <laughs> Breathe air at the same time. <laughs> Let it filter around your mouth a little bit. Anyone have any cheese? Do you gargle? <laughs> no, I don't think. Well, yeah, I guess you. They, the, have you ever been to a wine tasting? Uh, they make you do different things to, not to they feel the different do, Yeah, tones. I've never been to a fancy one, but yeah. one where you just kind of go around and take a I sip. don't think I've ever been to a fancy one. We're usually hammered as we're walking out. But like, right. <laughs> I don't know if you call that too fancy. Well, the one I'm thinking you're thinking of is a fancy one where they make you like taste it and you grade it and stuff like that. I'm yeah. just like walking around sampling. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So they would explain like, okay, because this has a hint of orange or a hint of cherry. Like mm-hmm. this is how you get that to come out. And then they would teach you like, okay, roll your tongue and breathe the air in. And you would, it would really happen. So if there was like a peach underlying tone, you would feel, you would taste it. So rolling your tongue and all that really helps. Yeah, well, the, it helps taste. Not, not so much rolling it, but like making, like breathing air in as the wine is still on your palate. Huh. So it would like bring another taste out. Yeah. Let's yeah. Just try it with coffee, real yeah. quick. Yeah, I just tried it. It didn't do anything. So <laughs> don't spit it on your spill mic. It out. Yeah, I'm gonna drool it all over myself. I get a bib. Yeah, I need a bib. Right I wonder now. how it tastes when I smell it on my mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff over at Utica Coffee. Yeah. I love what they're doing over mm-hmm. there, and they have so many different great blends and flavors. And yeah, it, it, do you have a favorite? Um, wake the hell up. It's wait. Yeah, yeah. I just like. I like that jolt. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's a couple different flavors now. They've been mixing like fruit flavors crazy. with it, with uh, the wake the hell up too. Yeah. So there's Jamaican me crazy. That oh, that's that a one. one too. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely. I think that's Sean's favorite too. That's a house favorite. That's the house favorite. I yeah. think so. Yeah. You're right on. Do you yeah. guys drink a lot of coffee? Every day, we actually just upgraded from having a Keurig, making one cup at a time, to an actual coffee pot. Yeah. <laughs> so it has the Keurig on the side, so it's like the multi, you know. But yeah, we we've graduated to the age of 
having the program where uh, it, a fresh pot is made every morning. We yeah. prepare it the night before. You and set the alarm. Re- live their lives on autopilot and wake up in the morning and get their coffee that's already made for them. Like, yeah, I, I feel like that's um, a 40-ish, you know, age. <laughs> like, right. You're settled down. There's enough people that live in your house that drink the same pot, so you have to, like, have it ready. Yeah. <laughs> so. 15 years ago, we were talking about booze and all that, running bars, not listening to us. We're talking about coffee makers. Yes. And, you know, and, yes. and I get excited about air fryers. Yeah. We got one of those this <laughs> it's year, the too. the best thing ever. Yeah. It changed my life. Yeah. Air fryer changed my life. Seriously, yeah, yeah. especially throughout this pandemic, I never cooked for myself ever. Yeah. But when this pandemic hit, I was yeah. like, I better, you know, I got to save some money. I'm not really yeah. making any money. I need to explore more with it because I feel like um, the choices I would make for myself are not what we're seeing our family use in the air fryer. So I'm eating like not so healthy things, like thinking it's healthier. And it's, well, it is kind of healthier. Yes, because it it's not Could- double frying. But if you're putting pre fried foods in there, Right. You know, and then having the excuse that they're not fried I at get home. You. Like, they're already fried. So, right. you're, you know, for me, for, you know, that's not everyone's cup of tea. But I am, like, I really enjoy those foods. So when they're in front of me, I don't have the willpower to say no. So I need to, like, learn how to cook, like, you know, fresh chicken and things like that in there. Because you can do all that all in that. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just it. leave it. And I'm all about that. Putting something all in something Set and it, just forget walking it. away. Yep. Yeah. Wait for that ding. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, yeah. that's right. I got food going. Yeah. That's usually like, what happens to me. That's my style of cooking. Yeah, me know? too. Set it, yeah. forget it. Easiest. Yep. Yeah. The air fryer and the crock pot is what changed my life, too. The crock pot, too. Yeah. You could just throw a mm-hmm. bunch of shit in the, in the crock pot and come back after work. And six hours mm-hmm. later, boom, you got yourself a nice meal yeah. for a couple days. And then you yeah. freeze it up. And I've been meal prepping. I don't know. I'm an yeah. adult now, Heather. I, don't, I hate it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, meal prepping. I still attempt to do that. And I'm not I'm not very good at it. Well, you got it such a big household. I can only imagine yeah. what your grocery bill is like every um, Yeah, month. I just did that recently. We're at about $800 a month in food. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you got to figure too, like we have, so we share custody too. So our teenagers, we have half the amount of time. Um, but still, you know, we got the, you know, Sean, me, I have this. Well, Sean thing. probably makes up for about $500 out of the $800. <laughs> I mean, thank God the kids are 50% because he makes up for the other 50. <laughs> um, no, but um, yeah, so there, we're a big family. We have nine people in our family at yeah. any given time. So with the kids and everything, and we had We've had a displaced teen living with us for the last, you know, almost 10 months, so who just returned. So that's that's good. But, yeah, big family. Huge family. Big, yeah, lots to, um, I don't know, ment- it's mentally draining at times, but lots to look forward to every day that we have to be ready for. So yeah. Another how, reason I'm How drink so cup. much coffee. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I actually drink a cup in the morning and a cup in the afternoon usually. Mm-hmm. That's like my afternoon booster. But other than that, I try not to drink too much. But you yeah. usually crash like right around 1, 2 o'clock or something like yeah. that and get a little... A little yep. punch in the face. Yeah, with I try. Yeah, and I try to like push that feeling off till at least between three and four, so I can get through the rest of the day. And that's like my afternoon cup. But yeah, it's busy. How have you been maintaining with the homeschooling? I know you have a couple kids sitting around. You know, <laughs> literally sitting around. Right. I mean, it, it's to the point now. Uh, you know, without getting too political, because I don't feel like this has been a political issue. It's been made to be a political issue, but. You look at the need of what's happening. In the beginning, we didn't know anything. So this knee-jerk reaction, shut it all down. Like, I get it. you know. And I think I was like on board with that as well because we have to be careful. We didn't know. But now we have a lot more data, and it's not like – I see what it's doing to my kids, and it's killing me yeah. because, like, my son is five years old. Five years old, what are you doing at five years old? You're outside. You're with the kids. My, my two girls, when they were little, I didn't even know 
where they were half the time. We lived in a safe area. They were outside with the neighborhood kids. I'd literally go outside and, like, have to look, sometimes even just walk around and find them whose yard they were in, you know? My son hasn't had that experience. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't have kids his age. He's becoming happy being a hermit. I'm like, buddy, let's go to the gym. Let's go to the bank. Let's go somewhere. And he's like, no. You know, and it, this is what he's become accustomed to. They're scared age. to leave the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just not used to it. He doesn't care anymore. So he said the other day, you know, if I was the creator of the school, I would never have school like this, you know, and he has no idea that kindergarten is really not supposed to be this way. So I've been to the point, I'm like, fuck it. He logs on at nine o'clock just to get the credit for being not being there. And I shut it down at like 10, 1030. I don't care. The school called me one time. And I guarantee they're not going to call again, because if you think that your kid is benefiting from sitting there at the computer at five years old, I don't think so. Yeah. You know, he needs to learn how to write. He needs to learn how to hold a pencil. He needs to learn how to socialize. Mm-hmm. He needs to learn how to be kind to people. You know, he's been alone all these years. He needs to learn how to share. He needs to learn that when he does something rude, he's going to get blasted in the face on the playground. You know, like those things that kids need to go through that to kind of learn what it is to have a, you know, a relationship with somebody about compromise. You know, hearing what somebody needs, caring about that. You know, you're not getting that through a screen, and that's what he needs right now. So I'm not going to stress it. As far as the teenagers, uh, a bit different, different need, right? They, they need more, I think, education yeah. to prepare for life and things like that. Um, they need the social interaction as well, time with their friends, but they're getting that. If you think the kids are stopped behind the scenes, that's where the super spreaders are. They're all at each other's houses. <laughs> not, it's not even spreading in the schools. They're all at each other's houses and then, you know, having situations happen. So I don't care anymore. You know, yeah. I've gotten to that point. So. Just like throwing in the towel? Literally, I walked, yeah. I mean, this morning I go upstairs and the two ninth graders are laying down on the couch and, the, you know, they're like this, this computer screen's like the ceiling fan, you know? <laughs> like, what are you learning today? Well, you know, and they got their phones in their hands. They don't even want to go in anymore for the hybrid because at home they can use their notes for all their testing. So who's winning this year? No one. No one, So right. why am I going to put pressure on them? Right. Why? You know? Are they doing well in school with their grades? No. No? It's progressively gone down. Has um, it? Yeah, I th- I'd say the ninth grader is the worst. Uh, my junior, she's she's good. I think she's more committed and more dedicated and self-disciplined. She mm-hmm. doesn't need somebody, like, on top of her. Um, but I can relate with the younger girls because I was a classroom. I needed to be in person. I needed to be in the front row. I needed to raise my hand and ask questions. I was always that way. So I can relate with them and the struggle it's brought. Um, but my... You know, again, I haven't put much pressure on because it's not fair. They have given up so much um, to now have to be expected to to perform at the same standards. Mm -hmm. We're not performing at the same standards. Who the hell are we to think that these kids are going to perform at the same standards? We got Regents is coming up. The kids created a change.org petition to cancel the Regents this year because they still haven't been canceled. So we're going to expect them to perform. I'm I'm interested to see what, what grades come out of those standard exams um, when we haven't provided the same education behind, you know, what, what they're measuring. So. Do, you, do you feel like it's dumbing them down? No. No? Lazy. It's Just making them, them lazy. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, kids, you're still going to grow. You're still going to evolve, and you're still going to mature. That's science. Our bodies are constantly growing and experiencing and taking it in. So what are we bringing out of the experience? Freaking laziness. Yeah. I see that in my own life. Mm-hmm. How too. many times do you get dressed during the week? <laughs> 
I've been wearing the same pants all week, actually. I do it too. To be honest I with you, I'm wearing out. the same sweat since Sunday. Yeah, and I like, even showered today and threw the same pants back on. <laughs> Ten minutes ago. Yeah. Ten minutes ago, because I haven't had to leave my house until I was coming here. I was like, Wait, Heather's coming over. I'll, I'll, I'll take a shower. Yeah, yeah, and we're laughing, but that's true. It's true. That's that's the so, truth. Is and, funny. and we think our kids are going to be any different than we are. Right. Come on. Right. Yeah. With the pandemic, it's definitely made me, well, at first it was like a party, right? For me, it was like a party. It was like, all right, you know, because you didn't know. It was uncertainty. Oh, we'll just, it'll just be a month. It'll just be two months. Yeah. And then I will get, I'll get, be able to get back to work. So let's just party. Let's mm-hmm. just do whatever and, and get crazy and go online and shave my head and do stupid shit, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it, it creeped in like, wow, this isn't going to stop. So yeah. I need to start taking care of my mental health. And then, so I did all summer long, took care of my mental health. And then right around like the holidays, got in this huge depression. Is that my delivery? I don't know. One of my, uh, one of our fans from the Uncle Louis show sent us a whole bunch of liquor and it's supposed oh. to be coming in today. Well, you go get the door. Well, I, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. I'll get it. Hold on. <laughs> you know what? Just leave it open too. Just leave it open. Ooh, it's it is. Hey, it is. Tell him to come in. <laughs> we take this pause in the action right now to actually get. Th- thank you. It is my delivery. Hi, buddy. How are you? Well, you're live on, on. Just set it down right there. Thank you very much. Do I have to sign for it? All right. Thank you, FedEx. All right. It's a special gift for you. It now says back, it right on the side of the box. Now back to our regular scheduled program. Yeah, one of our fans at the Uncle Louis show sent us a whole bunch of liquor, and that looks like a big old box. So yeah, it th- is. You should open it. That we'll, we'll, we'll say for tomorrow. I'm just kidding. They'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> right now, you're here. And, yeah. But um, yeah, and then it just became lazy. And then, like, depression's been a real thing, you know? Yeah. And it's not just me. It's like everybody I'm surrounded by, like, there's some silver lining to some things. You know, people are happy. And then all of a sudden, it could change day to day, you mm-hmm. know? And, mm-hmm. and it's something we got to, like, really take care of one another, especially through these times. Yeah. Because people are starting to freaking lose it. Yeah. They are. Yeah, I, I yeah. see it every day. I see it in myself every day starting to lose it. Do you yeah. feel like you're losing it sometimes too? Absolutely. Yeah. I think anyone in my house can attest to that, you know, witnessing like um, just there's all these things going on and I'm so busy, but nothing's really happening. You know, like what? where's the productivity? There's there's not, you know. So, uh, and I've seen it like before I had the baby in July, um, I mean, my workload of clients increased tremendously and I mean, that speaks volumes itself. You know, mental health was something people were were able to consider. Mm -hmm. But now you're looking at not just mental health. You're looking at the the pinch people are feeling financially. And when you start to feel the pinch financially and you start to, you know, experience an actual loss in your life, you'll do whatever it takes to get by. So people don't care anymore. They're, you know, willing to do whatever it takes, which increases criminal activity and other things, you know. So um, and then, you know, back to the whole teens thing, teen suicide is more dangerous right now than COVID itself. And that's like another thing they're not taking into consideration, like getting the kids back in school or in some sort of routine with each other because um, they're concerned about the safety of the spread. But yet teen suicide has gone up so high mm. that it the it's more, you know, killing more teenagers than COVID itself. So. We're, we're losing. We're losing. We're losing big, big time. time. Yeah. Big and this is a worldwide issue. This isn't right. some like, oh, anti, you know, political campaign or, you know, I don't like so-and-so, so this is how I want to react. This is not, this yeah. is an issue worldwide. Right. Schools are locked down in countries that I would say have a better standard of living than ours, and they're locked down right now. So yeah. this is not just us. 
Everywhere right. but New Zealand. I think New Zealand's open like 100%. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, because they were down to zero, but right. they also have their borders closed. So when right. you get your numbers down to zero, you have to look at the federal you know, lockdowns. And, and if we had locked down air travel um, and things like that, we would have also had a faster response yep. and getting rid of it. But it's too late now. Way too That's late. That's not going to happen. We, we are, it's saturated in our society. So it's just going to run its course. This is my opinion. I'm not a scientist, but um, the vaccine is going to be something really crucial to and in countries like Israel, for example, who has the majority of their people uh, vaccinated, has seen a huge decrease in spread and cases. So um, and death, sorry, spread and death. Uh, and I think we need to pay attention to stuff like that and worry less about everyone's opinion on social media, everyone's opinion on a podcast, everyone's opinion on YouTube, so-and-so, Joe Schmo has a really good way of public speaking, so they put together a nice, you know, supportive to their argument. Like, forget all that crap. Look at what's actually happening in places where it's actually being carried out, and let's freaking get it under control so we can live. You gotta love all the YouTube scientists out oh there right God. now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, just because it's you watched a video us. that makes you a professional. Yeah. Just because it's they watched one video, all of a really sudden they're good, an expert. Yes. Well, a really good public speaker. Drives me crazy. I, I think we can all attest to being in around a really good public speaker can motivate you mm-hmm. to see what they're seeing. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So when somebody's like really good at like presenting information of their, and to push what they're talking about, like. It's intriguing. We can all fall a little bit. But you should always question, like, who are these people? What have they looked into? You know, is there a reason they're only looking at it this way? Like, I don't know. Forget it. I don't know. It's frustrating. It really I is. I could really go all day with this topic. I know. We have some mm. people checking in, and uh, your aunt's checking in. Mm. She's saying, haven't seen you since August, and your hair is different. What? Is your yeah, hair I just different? cut it. It was so long. I like took. I like, actually took six inches off. It was so long. Kristen Johnson agrees with you on everything that you're saying right now. Oh, thank hi, you, Kristen. Kristen. Thank yeah, you so she's much. She's been a big mask maker. She made a lot of masks. Sent them over to the house. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't know. Post how many masks you've been making. Do you, do you have a collection of masks right now? Yeah, yeah. my favorite one actually she made. Um, but I just keep them like wherever because I keep forgetting them. I think right. for a long time I didn't go anywhere, so I forgot that you needed to do that. So then I started to like leave them places. So, yeah. yeah. But but I have my favorites that I just kind of keep like try to keep those in my pocket. Like uh, walking in here today, I'm like shit. Here it is in my yeah. pocket, you know. But <clears throat> you always have to make sure we have them. So I, I, I also want to bring up you recently had a deal with COVID. What yes. was that like? So yeah, I'm glad you brought it up yeah. because I've been I've been meaning to follow up with this. I tried to document my experience to share it with people so it was real life. I think as a health professional, I would would consider that I'm pr- constantly promoting healthy choices in life. Yep. Even in my house, it's damn right annoying to the people that live with me. Like I'm always like, all right, let's make some healthy choices, and I'm going to the gym, and you know, healthy immune systems. Let me give you some background and how I what I stand for. Um, because constantly I see people commenting about, oh, your immune system, take care of your immune system. If you want, you know, I was even that person. Like, I have a healthy immune system. I wasn't worried about it. I literally was in bed for three weeks. I lost 14 pounds. Wow. And, you know, I, I went to the ER on Christmas Eve. Um, my oxygen level wasn't low enough to them for them to bring me in and admit me, but it was getting the, my, getting there. I had a CAT scan. My lungs were full. Um it was horrible, horrible, horrible. And, you know, it is a, I was still, I am still nursing my baby at the time. I didn't want to be taken away from her. Right. So I was doing everything I could. It was almost like a, um, a meditation or even if people who lift weights or meditate or do anything that takes an extreme amount of focus can relate with this, that, that power to let everything else around you go and just focus within yourself is what I had to do to just breathe. 
rolling over in bed was too much. Ugh. So it, it was extremely difficult, you know, and um, I think I can maybe a lot of it has to do with the fact that I had just had a baby. I don't know. But I think if anyone who looked at Sean looked at me and said, hey, Sean, you're only going to experience a runny nose and a bit of a sinus headache for a day. And Heather, you're going to be in bed for three weeks almost. And continuously, actually up until about a week ago or two weeks ago, I've had vertigo and uh, a body aches. So long-term effects, um, you know, it, that's what you're going to get. And that's what he's going to get based on your life, you know, and your genetic whatever. I would never imagine that to be true, right? So just giving you my stance on immune systems, uh, for example, my son, who's five, has never been on antibiotics yet. I am not a believer in abusive medicine whatsoever. I don't take it for anything. I take it for if I'm hungover because, you know what, that's not my body's reaction to help me heal. That's a body's reaction to what I did yesterday, right? <laughs> so, or, or muscle ache, you know, but I rarely, rarely ever take pills for anything, Um um, as far as exposing myself, I've traveled all over the place. I've been swimming in the Amazon River. I've, you know, things that I've done to have a strong immune system are there. You know, my daughter, my youngest daughter, not Nora, but the my first batch youngest daughter. <laughs> first batch. Uh, she was about eight years old when she before she had antibiotics the first time. So mm -hmm. just to show you, I believe in creating a natural strong immune system. It's super important in fighting off every day whatever common colds and things like that. But that belief system did not help me with COVID. And I think that's really important for people to understand. To take it serious, wash your hands, wear your mask the right way, and don't touch your face until you can wash your hands if you've been somewhere in public. Because that's what's happening. Oh, masks don't work. They don't work because we're not using them right. You, you see these guys walking around Walmart just so they can be in there and not get yeah. yelled at with a mask on like this big on right. this huge face. Yeah. You know, it, it's... I know my rights. Yes. I know my yeah, rights. Like, get over yourself. Can't yeah, get Come over on. it. Until it hits you in the pocket, you're not going to care. And that's that's killing me, you know. Don't but, you love all the pro-lifers? The pro-lifers, they're all like pro-life, but then yeah. they refuse to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah. I, I, somebody elderly. On this. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Like, again, we could have a whole podcast just about this. Right. Seriously. But just for my, for my experience, I'm telling you, it's real. Mm -hmm. It's very dangerous. And, and it also goes to show you that everybody's different. It affected Sean just with a simple runny nose. Yep. And then you were laid in bed for three weeks. So it affects everybody yep. differently. Not everybody at my house had it. Everybody? Yep. Even the baby? I, baby had it. Yeah. Oh. Yep. So I didn't, I never and she's lost she's seven months old. She, yeah. She was five and a half months at the time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, how did she come through out all um, this? So she didn't, she was just ornery, you know, a little grumpy for a couple of days. So it really didn't affect the kids in, in any difficult way. Um, my son had a fever for about a day and a half. He was so cute because he's like, I got a headache. And he's all like, he's never been sick. So I've never seen, I didn't know. I was kind of worried about how, uh, when he told me he had the headache, I took his temp and he had a fever. And I was like, oh man. But um, what my oldest daughter was actually, you know, very sick for probably four days. And, but everyone else just had like kind of what Sean had, you know, just, just real quick. Yeah. yeah. And the funny thing, it was my birthday that he got the yes. Um, that he tested positive. The only reason he tested is because he had the runny nose and we were going to go out to dinner with a group of our friends that night and I didn't want to do it if he was sick. So um, that was that was the, the yes we got and then I did, started to experience symptoms the next day. So that kind of like, ugh, yeah, just, yeah, horrible. So you probably had to deal with that for like a month or so, right? If it's going through your whole house. Absolutely. What a, um, well, and it, around the holidays, God, too. Not, yeah, well, it destroyed our holidays. Yeah. Um, so thank God we got it 
um, everyone pretty much started to experience it around the same time. So the clock was reset. The at the latest, it was reset on the 24th. Mm-hmm. So we were really on lockdown until January 3rd. So it was real quick. Um, I didn't shelter from everybody else. They tell you, this is the health department is telling me over the phone when they're doing the contact tracing. It, oh, you know, when they call you like a week later after they hear you find it and they're, they want to know where you've been. Like, really? It's like a fucking week ago. Like, <laughs> they, I can't remember what I did 10 minutes ago. Thanks for your concern of our society. Like, what a waste of a job. Like, you right. know, and, and I understand the intention of it. I understand. Like, I'm not, but come on. Like, a, if it takes you a week to find out so you can then go tell all the people that were in the same place a week later, you're way too late. Mm-hmm. So you need to, like, refocus on a better solution because that is not a solution. Even two days is late. Yeah. Right. It shouldn't you be done right then and there immediately. Yeah, right. but unfortunately, that's why it doesn't make sense to do that altogether because that's impossible, you know, to know until you have symptoms, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like it should be more about, okay, let's figure out where we had, like, what we should be studying is like who has it, what kind of blood types do we have, what kind of you know, so we can prepare people like, okay, you fall into this category, you should be a little bit more careful because I think you're going to react to it differently than they did. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like children. It's it's not as dangerous for children. There have been situations that have happened. So I'm not trying to take away from people who have literally had to spend their days in the ICU with their children being sick because that has happened. But the minimal, 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 minimal amount you know, we should focus on, you know, because the meanwhile, we got teenagers killing themselves and we need to get them in the school so they can be social and do the things that they're naturally supposed to be doing. Right. So we I think our focus is on um, prevention when it's a silent thing. We can't prevent something that we can't measure when it's happening. You know, OK, so I went to these, these and these places all in the last week. How the hell are you going to know how many people you've crossed paths with? You're not. Right. If I didn't make Sean go get tested, literally, I didn't make him, but I encouraged him, like, we can't go out to eat if you have a runny nose. Not now. You know, allergies are real. He could have easily not gone and get tested and just thought it was an allergy and just been at work, mm-hmm. spreading it around, not knowing. And I guarantee that's happening. Oh, for sure. You know, because people do get allergies. And the likes of what he had was nothing more than what he would get as an, you know, that's why I like, oh, it's just like the cold. It's like a bad cold bullshit maybe for you it was Mm -hmm. so everybody's different yeah i think we need to pay attention to more precautionary measures on if you haven't had it yet you know getting the vaccines out there paying attention to who could be more effective Mm -hmm. if there's a way to measure you know why my body reacted the way it did versus him like let's study that so we can you know understand and take measures on you know a proactive instead of reactive Mm -hmm. you know and case in point, too, Heather, it, a lot of people say with the underlining issues, other health ailments that people might have to it really destroy you with this COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and you're healthy. You're a very Absolutely. healthy woman. You work out, you exercise, you're in great mm-hmm. shape. And you don't really have any underlining issues, but None. it still destroyed you for like over almost a month. Yep. And so that also goes into effect, too, where people are like, oh, well, you got underlining issues, so... You know, there's always yeah. an excuse on top of it where, yeah. you know, Absolutely. It's just, everybody's think, different. Yeah, the underlying issue thing is almost debatable as well right. because some people it's not getting into their lungs. So mm-hmm. if you're asthmatic, what if it doesn't go into your lungs? Because there's a lot of people that haven't had that experience. Mm-hmm. So does it really matter? You know, is it really asthma that makes you more vulnerable than somebody like me? I don't have asthma. I don't have cardiovascular problems. I was having heart palpitations. I literally just had a baby over 200 pounds. I was so huge for this baby. And I didn't have high blood pressure at all. I just have a very healthy cardiovascular system. But during COVID, I had heart palpitations. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's, there's something else we need to be studying versus being worrying about where you've been, truly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah. Well, we didn't 
sit here to talk about I COVID know. all day. <laughs> you know? And I tell people, I'm like, I'm so sick of talking about COVID, but it's important to have these conversations. Yeah. You know, because we've been talking about it for a year now. If you think mm-hmm. about it, it's been almost a year. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, here we are, still stuck in the house, yeah. still on a lockdown. Yeah. I did see today that Cuomo is going to start opening up arenas. Yes. Thank God I could probably finally go back I to work I think about all soon. my friends and music. Yeah, you know, we've been sitting is, around doing nothing. Yeah. The I, creators <laughs> of, our, of our culture, this is so exactly. sad. Exactly. Four jobs in one industry and it all got wiped out. Yeah. You know, and thinking, oh, I got all these side hustles going on. And yeah. no, gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God for this or I would kill yeah. somebody by now. But, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, anyways, you have a bunch of stuff going on. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are here to talk about your women's retreat that you got going on in Puerto Rico. It's going yeah. on, what, second week of April? Talk a little April bit about it. April 10th that. through the 17th. Okay. It's the all women's, um, it's like an adventure, mm-hmm. you know, adventure slash. slash slash wellness oh my god i had to like stop it's the coffee yeah or yeah just brain dead um <laughs> the lack of like movement in life um, the lack of being out of the yeah, house <laughs> yeah yeah baby baby brain um yeah so it's april 10th through the 17th it's the women's wellness this is going to be actually my third women's wellness four of all retreats uh it's been such a successful event for me and not in ways of life-changing experiences, truly, for the women that attend. Mm-hmm. So this year, it's it's a unique year to be able to leave and go somewhere. You know, of course, there's things I have in mind, like the infrastructure of the healthcare system in Puerto Rico, for example. Like, I'm not looking to show up with a bunch of COVID cases and, and you know. <laughs> Spread so it. I want to make sure I cover that because this is a concern mm-hmm. right now, you know. So I, I want to make it very clear that we rent a house on the beach that's ours. It's just us. And this location is stunning. It's an amazing, amazing luxury house right on the water. It has a pool, um, and it's just us. So if people are extremely concerned about where they can quarantine or where they can be away from people and not have interaction, it's no problem at all. Um, And some of the hiking we do, um, we're in the woods. We're in the woods away from people, and that's something I'm definitely have taken into concern. I'm not looking to create a problem down there on the island and showing up. And you know, we do have to have a negative test 72 hours as of now. Things I'm watching, and I'll definitely educate people as it gets closer what they need to be doing if they choose to go. Um, right now, is if we were leaving tomorrow, we'd have to have a test, a negative test within 72 hours of taking the trip, and you, there's a form to fill out that you have to hand in when you get there. But there's no quarantine rules if you take that test. Um, as far as curfew on the island, it's at midnight. This is not much we're going to be doing at midnight anyways. Right. Um, and we just still can do our thing. And I go hiking and different beaches. We also take this one hike in the mountains where we're actually at a river um, in fresh water, which is really cool. It's this fresh blue Caribbean look, at, but it's a river. So it's really neat. And uh, and we're good to go. And you so, do like a lot of round table two type of things as well too. I do some group like facilitation. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yoga. We have so I have a yogi that comes, and I also have a chef. So it's really a refreshing experience that has a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we wake up in the morning. There's yoga. Then we have breakfast. Then I usually do some sort of group facilitation just to set the tone for the day. So. Um, some of the activities are are more fun and interactive and some of them are more like you know let's chat about this or that Um, I do a little bit of educational um, pieces that I practice every day as a coach in my office with people so just getting them to like think about things differently taking responsibility um, for the way they're looking at things you know how they're where they're at in their life you know how are we responsible for this and how can I literally see it differently or act differently to make to, to get a different result you know so we do a little bit of that, you know, um, and sometimes it goes deep. Sometimes it's more like, fuck it. Today, like, 
let's do this instead, you know? So it's super chill. And, and the group brings together a vibe every year. It's been a little bit different. The first year was more, um, you know, when I say 10 o'clock, it's more or less coming around 10 o'clock. Um, last year was more like, oh my gosh, it's 10, 15. We got to get moving, you know? So the vibe comes when the group gets together and it just goes. And I follow an agenda purposely without times. We, we accomplish all the same things um, as it's needed. So it's, it's been an awesome experience that is life-changing for women. Yeah. So, yeah. And you've been doing this how many years now? Almost four years. Four years. Yeah. I want to say it was like a year ago to the day you were doing it. You were going live from Puerto Rico. We were broadcasting it yeah, here with Unstoppable. I know. Was it about a year ago? Um, so that what was well, the last one? Well, the last one was in January of last January, year. January, okay. So just over a year ago okay. we were there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I know. was interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, which I, I got to get my podcast going again. It's been, you know. Yeah, we pause. miss you. I know. <laughs> I miss it. I miss it. I miss what I was doing. You, you know, killing like it. spreading hope and just it's really a, hearing cool stories. It's not like and, life didn't get in the way for you or anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, it was the baby originally. And now right. I think like I'm in that like rut of laziness at the same time, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a lot goes on behind the scenes of creating good material in a podcast. So, for sure. Um, but yeah, but for now, um, keeping it like, the things that <clears throat> mean a lot to me and and create great change, you know. Like I'm taking a couple of clients a day. That's it. I'm only having like a part-time schedule right now with that and then the retreat. Mm-hmm. So I have some awesome stuff coming up in the near future that I'll announce um, when all is said and done and ready to, to be announced. But <clears throat> for now, like, yeah. So the retreat's my baby. I just want to see it happen this year. Being a life coach, though, I imagine people are knocking down on your door right now to kind of get in and have some sessions with you throughout this quarantine. Yeah, I've yeah. had to be really careful have about you? setting boundaries. Yeah, because I'm also in, in in this with you, you know, and, and I don't want to overextend my abilities uh-huh. um, and say that I'm coaching and I'm really just not, you know. So I've had to be careful in how I work as well. So to make sure that I'm not overextended, um, and, and just kind of lacking integrity in my position as a coach, you know, you want to make sure that you're in a line with that and practicing what you preach, Right. you know, it, it, there came a point, I think when I was home with the baby, I am home with the baby, but when, before I was working again, that like I was, you know, do as I say, not as I do. And I hadn't been in the gym in months, you know, and like, that's my medicine, you know, that's looking at myself, not going to the gym is a big deal. Um, you know, that's when I've hit a low. So I was able to get back into the gym, start working out again, and then COVID hit. So that was rough. But, um, no, you it's, know. Is it hard for you to work out at home? It is. I, I feel like I need to remove myself from that environment. Yeah. It's not really conducive to that for me. The focus isn't there. Mm-hmm. There's just so much going on. And in my you know, I think a lot of even my clients, I have clients who, who don't particularly need to work on um, their patterns. They're really they're solid right now. I think we can all fall into a funk at get any given time, but sometimes they're not in a funk. They just want the accountability to have that conversation about something they're working on, you know, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like my experience in the gym having a trainer is literally having accountability to get there. You know, I know what I need to do when I get there, but I, I, I really enjoy having the accountability and the motivation of somebody cheering me on, you know, and then kind of like thinking about things that I'm not thinking about either, mm-hmm. you know, so take your mind off of things. Yeah, absolutely. And there's yeah. there's no um, I can't be distracted by a child, somebody arguing or bickering or the dishes in the sink for that, for all that, you know. So yeah. I like having a trainer and getting away. Exercising is definitely therapeutic. Do you find it to be uh 
meditative too for you? Like yeah. when you're in the zone exercising, can you yes. like get into that zone and start to almost barely meditate? Yeah. yeah. Have you do you, have you ever lifted weights? Yeah. Of like course. yeah. So Look at that it. moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So if it was like, oh, you're gonna get jacked. Oh, that's not true. So like, if we want to talk about that, we can. If not, like, what I'm gonna explain right now, I feel uh, I've I never lifted. I was a runner forever. Right. I was like an athlete mm-hmm. who grew up and then realized like, crap. If I want to keep my body healthy, I need to do something. So then I became a runner. I got involved with the Boilermaker, and then I got to the point where I plateaued on how I wanted to to look. So like running wasn't doing it for the only thing anymore. So I wanted to add like lifting. So I did. And what I found is that really to get the most out of it, I had to get to the point that I was being like lifting something heavy. And in order to do that, I really had to focus on something and get out of my head and into my body on getting this bar up. Right. So I would focus on something in the distance. And if you focus and shut up, stop talking, like if you're having a conversation while you're working out, you're not working hard enough, you know, and and focus on something and just push it out and get it out. And I think that exertion of energy is really good for the natural rage I experience Um, and which is normal. I don't think we talk about that enough. So like this is that's why it's really important for me to do things like that. um, and it, yeah, so that, that's the moment of meditation. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah. So if, if you've lifted before and you, you tell, like when you have one more rep, you got to get out that moment of like getting out of your head and getting in your body and just like, you know, you almost even make that sound. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's like, yeah. And the trusting yourself too, to, yeah. to get that up yeah. and, and to move that way and, yeah. you know, to get those reps in. Yeah. Yeah. Motivation, dedication, and commitment. That's what it takes. Yeah. Those three things mm-hmm. are the rules of the gym. And if you can follow by those three rules, you know, you can actually get yourself feeling pretty healthy. Yeah. You know? And then aligning yeah. your chakras is super important, right? Yeah. 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 I don't, and I don't follow that as much. Like you don't, but but I know about it, and yeah. I think it's really important. Like if if you follow something that fits you, yeah, and it works, yep, just do it. Exactly. Even if somebody you love very much thinks you're weird, don't listen to that. Right. Like you got to do the things that work for you to, to take care of your health, exactly, physically and mentally, and it, it goes together. Don't be influenced by the negative negativity of others. Yeah. Well, they're it's they're really their insecurities of understanding what how that works. Right. Right. And it doesn't matter how it works right. because it works for you. Mm-hmm. So they they don't need to understand how that works because you're bringing your own biases and your own experiences and what you believe in to the table. And if it works for you, you have to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Right on. What else you got going on? I feel like you're really busy. Um, I mean, Sean and I just got engaged. That was a big deal. Congratulations. Yeah, Did we set thanks. a date? No. No. The, um, it's kind of hard to set so, a date right now, yeah, isn't it? Because yeah, you, I'm in the no uncertainty, rush. right? Yeah. I, I just, I mean, not that this takes away from any of it, but I want to do it. Like, I want to do it right. I want to have a good time. Yeah. I actually want to <laughs> have like a party. I want to do something, you know? And um, we were both married years and years and years ago. Uh-huh. And even though I'm like, I mean, I'm only like 27, but we were <laughs> married. Like... <laughs> and this joke was brought to you by Saranac Brewery. Yeah. <laughs> Visit them at saranac.com. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, um, I don't know. It, I want it to be special. So we both have children already mm-hmm. and I want them to be a part of it. And they are a big part of it already in our relationship. So, and they're so happy. 
so why can't they be apart? So I want to wait till Nora is actually a little bit older. So she's walking. I'd like her to be the little flower girl. Uh, and um, that's pretty much the extent of the conversation. You know, yeah. dark, my girl's standing up for me. His girl's standing up for him. Mateo's our best man. And that's pretty much the extent of the conversation. You yeah, know? you really haven't set any plans. No, we have a savings plan um, and an idea about that. And when we hit a certain point, we'll we'll set a date. Uh-huh. And... And we'll just go with that, Aww. you know. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. That's yeah. so cool. It's a big deal. I think, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm actually going to be on the Syracuse News tonight and um, talking about couples and the work I've done with couples. Okay. And and it's, it's just really cool that this has evolved in my life. Because if you ask me about couples 10 years ago, I'm like, what are we doing on Tinder tonight? <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> I have so many stories, you know. <laughs> and, I mean, we could literally talk about, like, crazy stories that i had that, that nothing cr- too crazy that like wow i can't imagine that ever happening um to me well maybe but um not bad you know but just a lot of fun that yeah. i had and it, adventure i did a lot of like dating like going on a hike and going on like just crazy stuff like i learned a lot about puerto rico going on adventures you know because of tinder uh-huh. and um so but I think, you know, now that my co- my coaching has also evolved into including couples, it's really powerful how my experience in my personal life and what I had to face to change it has been brought now into lives of others um, to help them. Are you doing more couple sessions? I have couples, yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't say it's more, but uh, it's new for me. It's new. You know, okay. so I, I didn't offer that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But that's how everything has evolved. I started out with only women, and then it evolved to men. And that's an honor because men need emotional intelligence. We don't have a society that grows emotional men. No. And we need that. Because we're all taught to be macho. Yeah, and like, man you're up. You're not supposed to yeah, cry. Yeah, you're man crying up like a girl. And... Yeah. So, so I'm honored to see that evolve. And then from there, I think as I become more um, solid in my life and uh, with love and relationship and to put it true to the test, the work that I've had to face, um, you know, the difference of serial dating and intentional dating, you know, there's a big difference. Describe, define serial dating, (laughs) serial dating. What is that? Um, just going on any date, looking for anything, Uh, you know, just fun, you know, just whatever you're going to get out of it, but it's a big fucking waste of time. And if you're a guy who's paying for all that, it's a big waste of your money. Yeah. You know, you got to look at what you're really looking for. Are you looking to settle down? Are you looking to serial date and have a good time? It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. I'm not here to judge any of it. It's an important phase to go through. I think you're Mm going to learn a lot about yourself. Um, but if you just, you know, want to really settle down, you have to be intentional with how you're going to spend your time. And start asking questions that you actually want answers to. Or start acting like the person you'd want to date. You know, if you can't date yourself, you're not going to be dating anyone else. You know? <laughs> True. So, Good point. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think even my engagement, it's like really a celebration for me in my heart about my, uh, first of all, willingness to face my own shit, drag myself through the mud that I needed to, to question, you know, where I've been and how I've come through it. And, and really understand how... Things panned out the way that they did. You know, what was I really pursuing? What was I doing? And um, and with Sean, I've been in the, right in the beginning. Like, he's afraid to come on any shows, <laughs> I think, to talk about our story. But He's just afraid to come on any shows, period. Not yeah, just with yeah that's true, true, true. <laughs> so to be vulnerable, you know. But, um, but with us together, I think it's been right from the beginning. Like, um, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And, and really, as an independent, powerful person, just to step back and, like, allow him time to show up. Mm-hmm. And, and he continuously would show up. And I think that was really powerful for us. Um, but then also him have something happen or it's like, 
okay, you know, like I need to say this right now and me to just shut up and let him do it, you know? So it was really important. Um, a lot of things happened for us to grow and be the people we are today to be compatible and have this rock solid foundation um, in clarity, you know, um, in sobriety and things like that, you know, because we both like to have a good time. Mm -hmm. But if you can only have a good time to create the relationship, that's not the right way to do it. There's like, got to be a challenge there, right? Yeah, and yeah. Like you have, like I want to make sure that when I sit next to somebody in clarity, they like to spend time with me. Right. In sobriety, they still like to spend time with me, you know, and then we'll celebrate, you know, <laughs> and then we'll have a good time. But, you know, so I, I think that was a big thing for us that we were able to overcome. Mm -hmm. And anyone who knows Sean, it should be so proud of him right. to see the things that he's done in his life at a personal level, at a deep deep personal level to be the man he is today. And um I'm super proud of that. He's definitely he definitely did a one eighty. Yeah. From where he, he needed was, that uh, though. Yeah. And and when I see people he's gonna be mad. Um Sorry, when Sean. I see people make you Sean know, Smith, tease this him. is your life. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I see people tease him or anybody that that uh, was at that level, um you're you're playing with death. You're literally um not that that's where he was, but there he had some difficult times, I think, you know, and when you're playing with that and you're encouraging it and you think it's funny, you are not a real friend, you know, and you got to be careful. Like the people that usually are that way with you are also in that level with you. So when you're getting out of that level, they don't like that because no, no. it requires change in them. Mm -hmm in order to still be your friend. Yep. And they love you that much. So they, they but they get scared cuz they don't want to change, I've you know. Been there. So, yeah. And and I see that happen, but I see that happen with other people as well. You know, how many barstools are we going to dedicate to somebody's memory? Right. You know, and, and how many years are they going to sit there and we just encourage that in them, you know? And like I'm all about having a good time. But we have to take care just of ourselves. Give me the chills actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it's true. I can't begin to tell you how many friends I've lost throughout the years and like you said dedicating the barstool in their memory. Yeah. And that's how many times do we encourage it, you know, and, and yeah. that's and, and I think COVID has had a lot of um, times now where we've had to face this mm -hmm. as I as I reach 40 and I've experienced this myself. Um, we see people die who are our age from things that they could have stopped. Um, and but we were sitting right there with them because that was fun at the time, you know, and, and I, you know, for all the more reason, I'm proud of Sean to step up and say, even to these friends, like not fall for it anymore. Right. Like, I love you guys, but I'm here when you need me, you know, and kind of thing. And that was really hard for him. Yeah. Um, but he did it. And he, and he, and he, you know, some people are like, ah, oh, you made him. Uh, uh, hell no, hell no. Because I am not having some fake ass relationship where I built a foundation by myself and forced him to stand up. Uh, uh, he needed to build it himself and he show did. up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and it's good so, to love from afar too. I mean, if they're still your people and they're still your friends, you can love them. From oh afar. my God, absolutely! You know, absolutely, absolutely. The other thing about this quarantine thing, it, it, it's a good time for everybody to reset. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the silver lining in this whole quarantine thing. You know, that you can tell the environment's starting to clean up a little bit more because mm -hmm. we're all not out doing our things yeah. and stuff. But it's also us as humans. It's given us a time to reset and, and actually put things in perspective of which way you want to go in life now. You yeah. know, do you, you know, do you want to go back into your same old rut or do you want to like move up out of that and try to level up? You yeah, know? absolutely. And that's what I feel like that this quarantine and hopefully the majority of society decides to get out of the rut and, yeah. and, and take action into their own lives. Absolutely. And and I think this is kind of wrapping it all up that it, the things I have coming up um, are going to be major. And it's profound 
profound changes to the things that I've witnessed in my own life, things that I've witnessed in the lives of those that matter to me around me, um, things that I've witnessed in my clients' lives. Um, when we talk about even just drinking or, or any kind of rescue out there where we avoid the shit we're going through, um, we're not avoiding that moment in particular. We're avoiding how we feel about something, right? So where can I work even harder to create profound change that created the desire for those things to be happening? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I just, my work is still, it's, it's going to be more powerful, but at a profound level. Right. And, and continue to do what I'm doing right now, but add more where I can actually make sustainable changes before all this shit happens, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and no different than a couple couples come to me because they're having a problem. Come to me before you get married. Let's talk about core values. Let's talk about being on the same page before all this happens. Right. Because that is creating a foundation that when shit hits the fan, you've got a cushion to fall on because this is what you've talked about from the beginning. You know, versus like waiting until six years the into the marriage. Yeah. And, and you realize, oh, shit. Well, we spent a lot of time hanging out at the bar and we didn't really have these conversations. Mm-hmm. But I married him because he was a really good time. I've been there. You know, I oh, we were together three years. So it was what we were supposed to do. That's the next thing. We've been there, you know. So it, let's talk about what we can do to set the foundations to having healthy, healthy things happening in life. Mm-hmm. So and uh, great yeah. words. Yeah, that's smart too. You know, why wait? Yeah. You know, if you're going to, that seven year plan kind of is a thing. You know what I mean? You hit that seven year wall, I should say, you know, when you hit that one and then all of a sudden it's just like, I don't know if I'm feeling it anymore or blah, 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 blah. It's happened to me before. It's happened to all of Mm -hmm. us, but you, you hit that wall. Yeah. It's just like, I don't even know if I want to be here anymore, but you know what? If we went to counseling prior to all this, maybe we would never hit that wall. Yeah. 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 For sure. Well, I think, um, this is going to go deep a little bit. Some people, I lose people when I do this, but it's fine. Um, I feel like the, the world works the way it does. The universe works the way it does. We get shown these situations to show the things that we need to work on within ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so when, when a breakup happens or something very difficult, it's a very loud situation in our life uh, that forces us to look within ourselves. COVID hit everybody. That's, it's like, is it a coincidence that it was during the year 2020, the year of perfect vision? You know, everything was disrupted. Are you facing your left to your own, whatever you have in life, and you got to figure it out, right? It's an extremely loud lesson to face your shit. You know, and breakups are like that too. They happen every now and again, you know. So what can we do to take responsibility for where we are and, and where we want to be versus where we are? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, breakups are another thing, you know, when you hit that seven year mark, you know, I, I truly believe we can love anyone. We just need to face why we feel the way that we feel at that moment, you know, and sometimes that takes a, a step back. Or don't you feel you got to love yourself before you can give love? Though? You can only love yourself as much. You can only love somebody else as much as you love yourself. So, and sometimes that takes some time. Yeah. So, and some work. Yeah. And, you know, unlearning old behaviors or unlearning old, old belief systems or unlearning old things that just aren't working anymore it's hard to unlearn though how do you unlearn things so you can read more about this it's like neuroplasticity Mm -hmm. you know it's it's the ways our brain does things that we naturally do subconsciously we just react that way because that's how we've always learned how to do it and that's what keeps us safe Mm -hmm. yeah so our knee-jerk reactions are something that are literally learned in the first seven years of your life that is your subconscious 
There's science behind that. This isn't just me on my opinion. That is the base of my coaching. You know, this is what I, I do talk about these things. Um, but you, the affirmations, right? The really to start to, first of all, design the vision, right? Talk about what the vision should look like based on your emotions. Well, I want the relationship of my dreams. Well, what does that look like? It doesn't look like anything, right? It's a feeling. What does it feel like? What do I want it to feel like? Well, I want this, this, and this. Okay, so start doing those things that give you that kind of pleasure, right? Well, I'm afraid. Well, why are you afraid? Well, because I don't want to be told no. Well, then you're afraid of rejection. So you better get really comfortable with rejection because it's going to happen. You have to focus that if you're told no, then at least they're saving you the time that they're not going to give you these things that you're looking to feel. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, I use a whiteboard when I'm doing this with people so I can, you know, visually Point. instruct. Do you have a yeah. Well, it, it, it helps follow. So yeah. but if, if something isn't going the way you want it to feel, then why the fuck are you doing it? Right. So and, and you base that off of other people's reactions as well. Like you literally set that tone like this is what I want. If you don't like it, that's OK. Go on your way. I'm still on this pursuit of my my relationship of my dreams or whatever it is, your, your, your career of your dreams, your financial picture, whatever it is that you're working on. So did yeah. I answer your question? I feel like I'm getting on a tangent. No, we've been, it's been a tangent for the last hour. What are you talking about? I know, I know, I know. I knew it was going to be like this. Yeah. It's the way it always goes when we get together. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it, you know, you got to love yourself and, and yeah. self-love is the most important thing. And then it just, blossoms yeah. from there yeah right? yeah yeah the neuroplasticity that's how we got in there neuroplasticity so, yeah. got neuroplasticity gotcha yeah i'm not it's, gonna try it's the flexibility <laughs> of of the just the way our brain works right okay. just unlearning things recognizing where we learned something yeah looking back why did i you know where did i learn this and just seeing how like you know what what could be more conducive to my life right now mm-hmm. i'm reacting like an eight-year-old right now because that's literally when i learned this how can i really do something that's more conducive to, you know, a 40-year-old person. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. I, yeah. It is all interesting stuff, and you're doing some great stuff out there, Heather. Yeah, you thanks. Are. You are. Yeah. Keep it going. It's Absolutely. amazing at how you can juggle all this stuff and be a mom and have a household of nine people and run yeah. a job and maintain big sexy and do all this other <laughs> stuff that you're doing. Everyone's responsible for like, themselves. It's, <laughs> like, amazing at how you do it. You're like Wonder Woman. Do you sleep? <laughs> I do. You do. I do from like midnight to five. <laughs> no, you get that five yeah. hours in there. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I probably sleep like seven hours a night. But yeah, that's pretty much all my body has ever required. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it would be nice to sleep a little more. But we have a new baby, so yeah. So you're not. She's doing great anymore. actually, but she does still wake up once a night, and that's you know. Hey, par for the course. Yeah. Part yeah. of the course. Yeah. Uh, one more time, plug Puerto Rico and the retreat. Uh, April tenth, you said. Yeah, yeah. April tenth through the seventeenth, you fly into Rincon or fly into San Juan. I literally pick you up at the airport. I provide everything, including food, um, really, and all the adventures. So uh, you can find more information about it. Connect with me on social media, um, I'm Instagram, Facebook, um, and. You know, my website, unstoppableyoucoach.com. So, uh, it's women's only, right? Women's only. Yep. Yep. Right now. And, um, April 10th through the 17th. It's awesome. It's a really, really, really life changing experience. Provide you everything. Oh, really important too. Airfare right now is insanely cheap. Yeah. Right. So, if there's a year that you've wanted to do this, this is the year for sure. Um, because of the airfare being Mm -hmm. cheap. That's the only thing I don't include. So, our spots filling up. 
I have spots available. Um, yeah, and it, you know, this year is, is tough. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of questions, but it's scary, and I understand. But I reassure you that I'm not looking to do anything that um, would jeopardize you or, or the people in Puerto Rico. So, or the healthcare system. You know, I don't want to create a situation down there by showing up. So, uh, we will follow all the guidelines that are in place on the island. Social distancing. Um, we stay in our own house. It's not like we're in a facility where we're mixed with other people. We're not in a hotel. You're not in a situation like that. So, the only thing you're you know, the plane ride, I guess, would be the place you're near people. But they're also wearing masks and travel is happening. It's actually increasing at this point. So um, if now would be the time to get your tickets. And I always tell people, check Syracuse, check uh, Albany as well. It's an additional 20 minutes. Sometimes you can get cheaper flights out of Albany. Yeah, you can. Um, so I always do that. We're, we're right in the middle practically. So but the, you fly into San Juan and I pick you right up there. So you have nothing to worry about. It's really, truly a refreshing experience. And there are many, if you're listening from Utica, New York right now, there are many business professionals or just regular women from this area uh, that have been on the trip. Yep. And they're willing to talk about it. It's, you know, I'm not going to sell it. It, can, it sells itself. Do you have a lot of repeat um I have, I have a girl coming this year again that was yeah. there last year. So, and then I had another one last year that went on the first one. So, so yeah, yeah, I've had, you that's know, awesome. it's that awesome. Yeah. And when you look at, like, it's not a cheap thing to do. So when you see people, I think that speaks volumes that are willing to go twice. Yeah. So, um, do you put a cap on it and how many ladies can yeah. show up? Yeah. yeah. I th- thanks for bringing that up because that's important to me, yeah. um, to have time for each of them and make it a valuable experience. It's mm-hmm. not like you literally get time with me. And, and I want that for you. So whatever it is you're going through in life that you want to talk about, you get that time and you get that proximity to each other. You know, there's no clicks. There's not enough people to have that. So you really it's a sisterhood that happens naturally. And it's really cool to see that flow out in the, in the end of the week. They're just really um, real tight. Probably yeah, by the end and of the there's week, still yeah. t- there's group texts, you know, that happen that still happen. Yeah. And, you know, just I had someone come from Buffalo and meet me and surprise me the other day. That's, you know, that whole. Yeah. Just really cool that to see that unfold. And but but be this real true relationship uh, with these other women that that come there um, for each other, you know, for me too. You know, I don't always know them. I've had random women show up from all over the United States. So, um, you know, I I just love it. I love it. I love what it creates for them and and how uh, their feedback after the fact, how life-changing it was. It means a lot to me. It really means a lot to me. That's why I do what I do. Would you plan on doing a mixed retreat? I would love to do that again, you know, like let's make it happen. You know, it's such a cool thing and it doesn't have to be about coaching. You know, it's just really cool because I know what I'm doing down there and we can do a lot of cool stuff. So, um, but it's a lot of work to pull off. Yeah. So it's, and it's not cheap. You know, I provide the chef and, and all of that. And that's a lot. That's a big, it's a big, big, big thing to pull off. So I'm willing to do it if people are willing to go, you Mm -hmm. know, but I would love to love to do a co-ed one again. Because, you know, men need that too. Yeah. You know, I would love to do one. This would be cool. Just men, you know, but because I'm a woman, I don't know if they'd want to go, you know. So, but I think there's something to be said for putting people into a group and opening this Pandora's box of personal growth work and letting them deal with it. And I think I I could sign up for that. Like, I literally would love to provide that, like knowing how I have male clients as it is. And that men are interested in actually doing this type of work, like I wonder if they would sign up for that. You know, um, I'd be down for it. I'd have to like have my own rooms far away because they like yeah. stink and fart a lot. But <laughs> I, I'd like. I think it would be great. I think it would be great. It would be cool. Yeah. 
So Heather Beaver, you're such an inspiration. Thanks. You really are. You're an influential woman, and and I am blessed to be in the circle with you. So Thanks, thank you so much yeah. for coming in I'm and doing this, here. and let's uh, do this more often. Yeah. And let's get your podcast back rolling again. We will. Maybe, we maybe will when soon. Nora gets older, yeah. when she gets well, a little I mean, bit older, or she could be here. You know, like, yeah, just for sure. I'll watch her. She'll rip uh, up those cameras and the. I'm a great Uncle Z. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the best uncle she ever. Would love to be here, you would yeah. you would hate it though, me being your uncle. Sean's her father. I think I can handle it. I get them all wound up, and then I'm like, all right, here you go, kid. Go back to your parents. I mean, that's how we parent in general. You you can't imagine. I think think we have a fun house. Oh, for sure. Sometimes I can't handle it. There's nine of you. How could it not be fun? Yeah, yeah. It's a big household. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah, I appreciate it. Keep influencing. Keep creating. You're doing some great stuff, so keep in touch. Tell Sean I said hello after we just got done talking about him for a little while there. I miss them. Tell them to come on the show, actually. Yeah. I hope people, you know, see that story and see our story. And and Can you do me a favor? Yeah. We're doing a... uh we're, and this is coming up on March 29th. We're doing a fundraiser for the Stephen Swan Humane Society here at the D. Uh, you know we do Animal Jam every year with uh, Bring Em Down Productions and Rich Masucci and Erica Moss every year. But obviously we couldn't do it this year because of COVID. So I decided to do it here in the D. And uh, we're getting a whole bunch of acoustic musicians to play. And, and Mark Macri's coming. And I, I Max Sheldon. And that's, no, can, can, you, uh, can you talk them into it? Because I feel like you're I the only one that could him. talk him into <laughs> anything around here. I've asked him to come on so many times, but he dogs me and he just doesn't yeah, want to do it. Yeah. I get it. It's all good. Yeah. I understand. You're busy, too. Yeah. Plus, he's got a real job now, too. So, But then if I mm-hmm. ask you to ask him, then he usually does. Yeah. Like, okay, I think, it, you know, there there is times that he has to say no. You know, he's right. got to believe in the mission, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to have, like, a good thing to support. And he likes to do that, especially veterans. He's always down to do stuff with them. The vets, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. He is one himself. Yeah. So. He's a good man. Yeah. Definitely a good man. So much love to you, big sexy. And I'm still trying to get him to drop that moniker. <laughs> I break his balls about it all the time. Drop you, that moniker. <laughs> so like all the kids have these hoodies. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> we you guys are like a gang over there. Go guess, visit my grandmother. You what know? big like, sexy gang. Yeah. I, like the baby, it's not allowed. Like, you're not getting a onesie with that shit on it. Like I'm not putting that on the baby, you know, but. Wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. March 29th, though. It's going to be here, okay. and, and we're doing the social distancing, and everybody's going to bring their own microphone, their own guitar, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have them come in one, in one in, one out type of thing. And uh, Yeah. So uh, uh, that's, yeah. It's for yeah. all for the Stephen Swanee Wayne Society, because, uh, of course, I like dogs more than I like people. Yeah. Aw, that's cool. <laughs> I believe it. I, Especially dog, lately. Do you know, dogs are actually the natural state of a human. So if you learn, seriously, so I'll explain really quick before yeah, we have to end things. So the first three years of life, we're at our natural state. We'll cry when we want to. We'll throw, our stores on this, we'll throw ourselves on the floor in the grocery store when we want something and we don't get it. You know, we'll do whatever we, we don't care. Somebody dangles a keychain in front of a baby's face. Instantly, they're happy again, right? So we go from emotion to emotion, like with no problem. Think of a dog. You yell at it when it does something bad instantly forgives you if you start changing your tone of voice and like loves you back, you know? So like if we could all be more like dogs, we would definitely have a more peaceful life. Great way to end this podcast. Great way to end this podcast. You're so right, too. And that unconditional love. You can leave the house for two seconds and come back, and that dog is so happy to see you again, even though you only left for five seconds. They forgive. They don't hold grudges. Yeah. So, uh, be Uncle, like a dog. Uncle Groovy saying hello to you. Uh, he <laughs> is he is a joy spreader. <laughs> he really is. And then uh, Spencer Cat is saying hi, Beebs. 
Hi. You got some fans out there. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? You know, uh, rifle off your uh, so, website and your social media tags. Yeah. So unstoppableucoach.com, my website. You can find all my tags there. Um, but unstoppableucoach on Instagram and unstoppableucoach, you can find my Facebook page. I'm actually on Clubhouse too, unstoppableu. What's um, Clubhouse? You don't have Clubhouse yet? I don't need another social media. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, but I think this one is pay- worth paying attention to. Is it? I think it is, yeah. I think you could actually set up a little mic here on the side and have you know, have that happening right, right now, you know, have this conversation and, and people can be hopping on. So I don't understand it fully enough, the, the full potential of it to talk about it with you right now, but I do know it's privately, it's shut right now, so you can only get on invite only. So as it grows, um, it's it's working out the, uh, you know, the quirks and stuff so infancy stage yes but uh, but it's 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 loud i think it's very good um and you can get some really good material off there as well so clubhouse clubhouse i'll look into it after this so i'll look into it after so sean saying hello hi sean hi sean we just got done talking about you so rewind this and you can hear all the shit that we talked about you (laughs) (laughs) and it's all good stuff no it's all good sean i got a lot of love for you brother you know that and you too either so yeah yeah, right. keep inspiring, keep doing your thing, Thanks, and you're doing some awesome stuff. And Thank you. also, I got want to get all you guys out there to support my sponsors because if not for my sponsors, this podcast is not possible. Thank you to EJA Moving Services. When you're ready to move and relocate, hit up Eddie and his crew at 315-335-0516. If you need legal advice, call my attorney, Dave Longaretta, 315-735-6162. Thank you to Utica Coffee and, of course, my good friends at the Saranac Brewery for keeping us hydrated around here each and every day. Uh, tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow, I'm with the Uncle Louie boys, so we'll be on tomorrow with members only uh, right around 8 o'clock, so that should be a good time like it always is with those guys. We always have a good time. So, um, And then uh, I'll be back next week, so like, comment, subscribe, all things on uh, Disruption Network social media tags, and I'll see you later tomorrow. See ya.